Good morning. Welcome to the Tuescast for Tuesday, the 25th of October. We're sitting in the kitchen having wheat bix for breakfast, and um, I thought, I'll get this out of the way. I've started looking at my Facebook, not out of the way, but, you know, I'll get this done because sometimes I don't get it done until the evening, and I go, ah, oh, now I'm not, not really interesting. But I walk around the kitchen all morning talking to myself. I start talking about stuff that's going on in the world, and... Um, uh, so I really probably should record these in the morning. But um, so, yeah, I have a few notes about things that I wanted to get around to mentioning. But I did actually want to mention something that I just saw on Facebook, which is that um, the government's trying to push through the maternity leave changes. And um, uh, I'm not sure what else is happening in the world that's causing people to ignore politics this week. It's probably Kim Kardashian again. Um, Donald Trump. <laughs> But that's really bad for women, and um, yeah, they really suck. So, um, I speaking of women and maternity, I actually watched on Netflix What to Expect When You're Expecting, which I had sort of gone, oh, I don't really want to see that. Like, but it was really good. It was really well made. It had excellent people in it. Um, is that Chelsea Handler or Elizabeth Banks? I've, I, 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 no, it's Elizabeth Banks, because she's the one who gives that, um, she has that fantastic character in 40-Year-Old Virgin. Like, she's, yeah, she's really funny. Um, and had, uh, Cameron Diaz is so fantastic. She's so good in The Other Woman. <laughs> yes. I thought, I also thought she was excellent. Yeah. Um... And the other, oh Anna Kendrick, dear Anna Kendrick, they've put her in another film where she gets to play the, she gets to play the realistic, young, vibrant woman to someone's cold, hard, you know, uh, difficult man, because you know she's got that spark of youth that apparently can wake them from their coma. She's really lovely. I love her. She was so great in Up in the Air, Anna Kendrick. Um, but. One thing that I really liked about it is that the original music for What to Expect When You're Expecting is by Mark Mothersbaugh from Devo, who has had a great great career doing um, uh, soundtrack music. He did Rugrats and he also did a lot of the, I think, all of the Wes Anderson films. He also did um, uh, he did Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. No, did he? Mark Mothersbaugh do the music? Yeah. I really need to go and look at my soundtrack. I have that on CD. I've gone blank. Still not getting a crazy amount of sleep here in this little life. Um, so my ability to, you know, connect one thought to the other is diminished at the moment. Somewhere in the public cultural world there's a very popular song at the moment which is a cover and it made me want to talk about the song because the first time I heard Dancing on My Own and really really liked it was watching Lena Dunham shake her little shoulders to it in season one of Girls. She um, she discovers that Elijah might have given her HPV or something, and she's sitting in front of her laptop, and she just suddenly starts dancing. And I and I really liked that song. And I went and looked it up, and the lyrics. I watched the video on YouTube of Robin, blonde and 
cool and not 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 a, like a pretty pretty girl like she's a she's an interesting looking woman robin and it, the gender roles of that song have always interested me because she is a woman she wrote she wrote the song and then she's singing i'm not the guy you're taking home i'm in the corner watching you kiss her oh I'm not the guy you're taking home. And then the next time that I heard it and it really got my attention was on X Factor when Cyrus performed it for that bit where they had to decide who their top five are and smashed it out of the park. Amazing version. And I keep thinking, hoping that maybe it's Cyrus singing it because he owned that, but I get the feeling that it's somebody else thinking it's a really good idea and it's not Cyrus, but it should be. But it's very popular at the moment and it's kind of re-normalised those gender roles by having a man singing it. You know, I'm not the guy you're taking home, but, yeah. Really interesting song. I hope it hasn't lost something by being covered and being made popular in that way because it's a fantastic song. Um, oh, speaking of music, it's terribly exciting. Um, Explosions in the Sky are coming back and they're playing the best venue in Melbourne. They're playing at the architecturally, sonically designed Melbourne Recital Centre in February. So if you're a fan, get a ticket before it sells out because, oh, my God, like I really couldn't have put anything more perfect on my wish list and I've got my ticket, so I'm so going to be there. They're doing two shows. It's like Monday and Tuesday in February, around about the 20th, 21st, I think. So, yeah, get on to Melbourne Recital Centre if you're, if you're a fan of Explosions in the Sky or you just like amazing music performed in amazing venues. Seriously, you just couldn't go wrong with that. And kudos to the programmer. That, that, that is just really perfect programming. Great use of, of such an amazing venue. Such an amazing venue. I've seen some great people there. I've seen Kronos Quartet there and Amina were amazing there. And um, Panther du Prince and the Bell Orchestra were just amazing there. And basically I've got this new rule. Like it's not just enough to want to go see the band. I have to like the venue because I've had... I've been to too many disappointing shows where the sound system just isn't equal to the quality of the music and it's just so depressing because the tickets will be expensive because the band is good and it costs a lot to bring them over but oh, it's so depressing when the sound system is not coping with the majesty and the volume. I won't name any names. Um, I went to see Girl on the Train, actually got out to the cinema, which is amazing, um, and just picked at the last minute Girl on the Train because I love Emily Blunt. Um, but I forgot what a challenging actress she is. And so I'm sitting sitting watching this film with a friend and thinking, oh, my God, this this whole film is about depressed women, really unhappy women. <laughs> I'm really sorry. But it was an excellent film. And it also, I mean, the, the casting was gorgeous. And I recognise Emily Blunt, obviously, fantastic. I didn't recognise the girl who plays the young, the youngest of the three characters, but I did recognise the girl who plays the new wife of Justin Theroux's character. And Justin Theroux is fantastic in that. He is he is excellent and good on him for being in that film. He was excellent. Um, but the girl who was the middle wife, she was in um, uh the Mister the Mrs Foster Jenkins movie that Meryl Streep and Hugh Hugh. Uh, no, Hugh Grant were in and she plays the girlfriend and she had red hair and oh she was just stunning like I couldn't stop looking at her she's just beautiful like a real a real beauty and in this film they've given her blonde hair and I could see the roots weren't her real color and 
but gee, she's a stunning woman, that girl. Um, I'll find out her name and I'll probably try and name the podcast after if I can. I noticed last week it was just called Sounds from a Tuesday Evening because it's, the computer's still not working. It's off at the shop. And so I'm recording this into the tablet. Um, and, um, yeah, it's amazing how easy that is, actually. Uh, um, I bought a couple of new artworks recently. Um, I got this lovely piece by Insigony, who had an exhibition at Baron Cub in Seaford. Uh, and, you know, I, I bought this amazing one called Life Cycle, which is this sort of swirling print um, of these fish. And I'm a Pisces, so it's like, yeah, I, I felt like it was a piece that I really wanted and, and I love it. It's hanging up in my house. And I also bought a lovely print of a very talented young artist, Leah Hume, and had it framed. That one's a, a block print of these beautiful leaves. And it's a black and it's a like black ink on white paper, not completely white, sort of that lovely natural looking paper. Um, and it's I've had it framed with a, a like a very subtle green mat and it's really brought out the botanical quality of the, the print. So yes, very happy with that and it's lovely to start decorating the house. Um, the rub the burn that I got on my hand from making the rhubarb crumble was a really nasty one and it's still healing. Um, but I did manage to get out of the house and donate some blood. So I went down to the Red Cross and donated blood and, you know, ate their Mars bars and pretzels and read their magazines and found a fantastic interview with Joanna Lumley talking about how great it is to be 70. So, yeah, um, things are good and I hope you're well and thanks for listening and I will see you next Tuesday.